I want to do it because it's fun. Fun to do bad things. But I want to do hood stuff for my friends. Hood stuff, hood stuff. Yo, what's up? This is Zach Steffen, goalkeeper for the Columbus Crew. Yo, what's up? This is Aaron from Aaron Hungry. Shout to Marco with Hustle Cake Productions in Los Angeles. Hey, this is We So. Call me anything but the father. It's neither here nor there, but what is here is us keeping it cooler than a blue bag of Doritos. And you're tuned into Suburban Hood Rap. And you're tuned in to Suburban Hood Rap. You're tuning into Suburban Hood Rap. With AJ Shopa. My man, AJ Shopa. AJ Shopa. Check it out. And we're tuned into AJ Shopa's Suburban Hood Rap Podcast. Where he might say some wild things. Turn the volume up, people. What's going on? You're tuned into Suburban Hood Rats. Mm-hmm. I am AJ Shopa. They call me Young Leg. Uh, with me, I have T. Perez, my loyal producer, aka the People's Homie. Yo. And we finally got him. I mean, it took so long. You've heard from everyone else from the introduction. You heard from Weso. You heard from Zach Steffen. You heard from Alex DeMarco and Hustle Cake. We finally got him. We got Aaron, a.k.a. Judas. Yeah, you're being called Judas. Aaron Turjanian from Aaron Hungry out in Boston, Massachusetts. He's joining us. What's going on, Aaron? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, man. You know, we just had to, we had to alter the show a little bit so it would fit to you and your specific, your uniqueness. We'll call it that. Yeah, sounds good. So, you're Aaron Hungry. You want to do a like, quick shout-out to yourself? You want to explain like what Aaron Hungry is and whatnot? Yeah, man. So, I started an Instagram in uh, my sophomore year of college, 2015, just because I'm a real fat ass and love to eat. And, uh, yeah, slowly built it up. Uh, got reposted on some pages and got, got enough followers to get myself some free food. That's, that's really it. Yeah, I was about to say, that's like the end goal, isn't it? Like, I just need to get enough power where oh Aaron's also cooking if you hear any like kitchen noises they call him Aaron hungry for a reason but that's like the end goal give me free shit let me eat for free true exactly exactly alright guys so if you don't really give a fuck about what Aaron's doing which I know a lot of you probably don't he's out in Boston they just won another trophy fuck Boston right now if you're from Philadelphia so we're gonna go into some young leg thoughts but you know what Aaron's still gonna get his input on these sound good Aaron Perfect. <laughs> All right, so first thing I want to mention, we're going back to Disney classics here. You know how they've been doing the live action, like, different yeah. movies? You got um, the Jungle Book. They did one, and they Aladdin's did Beauty and the Beast. Out. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about, Aladdin. Hell yeah. They're making Aladdin live action, and apparently Will Smith's supposed to be the genie. Like, I, Aladdin was my favorite Disney movie, and I'm so fucking stoked for this. And my expectations are so high that I feel like... I mean, it's Disney, so you got to keep the expectations high, but True. I just feel like at any moment I could be so let down by this movie. That's true. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Aaron, yeah, how do yeah. you feel about Aladdin? I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. Real life Aladdin cartoons are cartoons for a reason, you know? Well, did you see Beauty and the Beast? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was... Book? That was fucking sick. Yeah, they did it with like real animals and they just put like voiceovers and whatnot. It's so probably like 80. Do a Lion King, I thought yeah, too. I thought they were doing Lion King. And there's another one too. Oh, Mulan's supposed to come out. Mulan's too. having one? Yeah. I heard that's supposed to come out next year as well. Yo, Aaron, when this Aladdin comes out, I'm coming to Boston. We're going to see Aladdin. I've been saying that for years, man. I don't know who the Aladdin's going to be. Yeah, but now this is for Aladdin. This isn't just to see you, I also get to see Aladdin. 
So pretty much, I don't know if it's a win-win, but I get to see Aladdin, so it's just feeling pretty good. Next thing I got, the Titanic 2. We're talking about remakes. They're actually making a Titanic 2. It's... <laughs> I, <laughs> Just everything went so bad the first time. I don't understand what makes you want to do a second one. Aaron, if you were offered a free ticket on Titanic 2, are you going? Where's it going? It's taking the exact same path as the Titanic 1, like the exact same course, inch for inch. I don't know, man. Yeah, you know what? I would. Really? Never been on a cruise. They messed up the first time. Uh, I'll play it safe Maybe. and hope they. Uh, so you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, pretty much. Yeah. That's. No, they, if they if they can do all the weird things they can do now, they can they can figure out how to make a boat the right way. Well, I'm yep. just worried about who owns it, honestly. Yeah, you all right over there? You got a fire alarm going off? No, it's a crock pot, man. We're making pulled pork. Oh my gosh, this guy's making a four-course meal. I thought you were making spaghetti <laughs> at a squash earlier. <laughs> What's going on? I'm cooking that pork. No, but the Titanic 1 was shady how it went down, and I don't trust it. So. When was that? What year was it in? Uh, I'm not that good at that. Yeah, I was about to say, oh. uh, early 19s. Yeah, I know like, it was early 19s, but it was also partially owned by J.P. Morgan, and that dude was shysty. I don't trust him. Yeah, he probably like, offered a bunch of free tickets. Yeah, and a then bunch had of to insurance on it, too. So it was like, eh, yeah, suspect. It's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk owned it? I would trust it. He's, he's a good Yeah, guy. he would have like, yeah, we have the Hubbard Titanic. Yeah, it would be awesome. I could never think. I'm so out. Yo, are you going to have a picture of whatever you're making? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll I'm, see what I can do. I'm honestly pretty interested. It sounds like a yeah. lot's going on. <laughs> right? like, I don't think it's Is it that loud? Science project. Well, it's not like ridiculously loud. It's just that I'm hearing just like sloshing and like I heard crockpots going yeah. off. You're making spaghetti. There's like four or five different sounds coming on. Yeah. Here. I just want to know. Like, this need, is going to be nice, man. Yeah, I got to see this final project. Um, The last thing I wanted to say. Last YL thought because I have a lot of questions mm-hmm. for Aaron. The last wild thought. The last wild thought I have is really stupid good guys in TV shows. So I've been watching like those superhero TV shows lately on Netflix and Hulu. Like I just finished Gotham. And I feel like whenever the good guys, they happen to have that chosen person. They happen to have like the chosen person that they're the only one that can do a certain thing. Like, oh, only he can grab the talisman. Only he can like get the jewel from the head. Like, so. Instead of the the bad people going for it, they just kind of let the good people go grab it, thinking, oh, yeah, we'll be able to protect this better than, like, the ancient magic they have on it yeah. that makes it so nobody's been able to get it for thousands of years until you good guys went to get it to protect it. So, And then the bad guys just end up stealing it anyway. So kill the whole plot of the fucking movie right here. Why are you even getting it? Leave it where it is, or better yet, like, safest route. If there's only one person who can handle it, that dude might have to go down. Lock him in a cell somewhere, take him out. I don't know what you got to do there, but be be smart about it. Don't make a whole movie out of it. I know I'm really fucking with you movie writers out here by calling you out here, but what the fuck? It's been frustrating. Pretty angry, man. Dude, it's like been frustrating me. Dude, and it's like other stupid people. Like the, the good guy is always just like, yo, I'm the only one that can use the knife to kill him. And then everyone's going to argue, no, don't worry about it. I'll do it. You don't need to do it. It's like, no, seriously. It's magic. I have to fucking do it. Like, you could cut out, like, 40 minutes of every episode or, like, any movie yeah, yeah. if they would just fucking listen in the first place. 
Why don't you write in, man? Let them know. Because I would ruin the movie business. I would absolutely ruin it. They would have nothing to talk about. Gotta start writing. Dude, I write too much as it is. They don't they don't I don't think they can afford me to be honest. <laughs> my my time is precious. That is true. Alright, anyway, Aaron, I do have some food questions for you since you're our, I'm pretty like you know the guy food guy? That's who you are to me. Alright? Good. You are Good. food guy in Boston. So I know Tom has a couple questions and his are probably a little bit more serious than mine, so I'm gonna let Tom talk to you first. <laughs> Alright, um, my first one was like, what was like the biggest dish you've had that had like two food combos that you thought would never go together and then ended up being really good? It's a good question. I know. I know, I thought of it. And I was like, damn, that's a good question. So, uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Weirdly enough, uh, as much as I didn't like it, but it was just way better than I thought it would be um was chicken head but I guess it was with this like weird sauce that was made with like some of the organs of the chicken oh now it just that sounds was in, that was in Hong Kong and it was like some weird glaze that they put on a chicken head and it like was actually kind of good chicken head like how does that yeah, chicken like, head and guts mixed together chicken head yeah how do you eat that like is it just fried yeah, yeah. man, been fried, but yeah, you just, just kind of tear into it. I was about to say, do you just eat the whole thing, or yeah, like do you have to eat meat off of it somehow? How do you do? Uh, like, do you eat the eyeballs? Nah, I mean, I didn't like eat the whole thing. Really, just go for the cheek. I was about to say, you're like eating another yeah. animal's face, like straight like, up. Like this is vegan's nightmare. You're eating the animal's fucking face. I heard someone. I, I kind of am a vegan's nightmare though. When you really boil it down. Yeah, yeah, true. I heard one person say that, like, honestly, if you can't eat an animal but seeing its eyes, then you don't deserve to eat it. So I mean. Yeah, was that uh, Eric Repair? I mean, it could have been. I don't know where the hell I heard I don't it. know. They probably stole it from whoever you just said. No, yeah. I, I think I just heard him say that the other day. He's uh, hmm? He was a friends with Anthony Bourdain. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's okay. Yeah, that sounds know. a lot more official. My whole problem yeah. with that is that, like, that whole theory is just like, well, well, technically then, shouldn't you be able to have sex if your mom's watching? Like, you could throw a fucking weird curveball like that. Like, I don't want something watching me eat to begin with. I don't want this animal's face staring at me. I'm just trying to eat well, my steak. Well, that guy that said that, if it's the guy, I think it is. He he has, like, one of the most famous restaurants in New York. It's the only three-star Michelin one. And he only serves fish. See, really? uh, he's not into the meat anymore. See, fish, I don't care about them looking at me. Ever since that one that comes off the wall and sings at me, like, yeah, right. fish are cool. I'll okay. eat you whenever. <laughs> oh, my last question was about uh, what's, like, your favorite local thing that you eat up there that you never had in PA? Up here? Yeah. I like, uh, uh I, I never ate scallops, um... When I grew up in Pennsylvania, because they freaked me out. Yeah, they're weird. And uh, I got them. I live on like Boston's North Shore, is what they call it. And it's like you've heard of uh, it's like Big Tuna or something like that, a big fishing show out yeah, of yeah, Boston. Yeah. And um, so it's like 20 minutes from my house, and we go up there to get seafood. And it's like yeah. the, the scallops there. I just love them. They're so good. That's because everything's fresh, literally off the boat. Like exactly, yeah. That's crazy. It's delicious. You guys are gonna make the journey, man. We'll go have some. Oh yeah, I'm trying to go up to Boston. Be sweet. I've been up to Boston in like seventh grade. I've never been up there. And that was it. 
What do you think? Um, I don't know. I just... I remember just going to a spot that just had, like, all these little vendors, and I just walked through there and grabbed, like, the most random food. I don't even remember what I ate. Oh, yeah. I remember I had ice cream, though. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, was you know what was weird is that there was a Boston Market outside of Boston Market. <laughs> I thought that was really weird. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. But those are Tom's two questions. So I got just like pretty much a couple of just lightning round questions for you. And uh, it might put a couple of your um, reviews on the spot. But uh, yeah. that's, that's how we're going to... Are the kind of ones where I'm not allowed to think about the answer? You just have to say it? Yeah, I just want you to say it regardless if it hurts people's feelings or not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uncensored. It's there's a little I'm R not next. I'm trying to make people cry over here, but there's I'm an R next to our here. podcast for a reason. I know it's 2018, but I don't give a fuck about your people's feelings. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what was the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Uh, black pudding. Uh, what's in black pudding? Uh, it's like. It sounds like moldy bunch, pudding. It's, it's cow blood mixed with like a bunch of other stuff. That sounds fucking terrible. Was it any good? Yeah. No, it's disgusting. You know when you, okay. you're little and you get a scratch on your finger or something and you, like, lick the blood? Yeah. It's, it's just tastes like that, but you chew on that taste. It's oh, disgusting. Oh, great. You get to chew on it, too. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's, re- it's repulsive. Ugh, I don't know. My dad likes it, though, obviously. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> that's the type of thing your dad would like. Or he just says he likes and he eats it in front of you to freak you out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's the most expensive food you've ever eaten? Just was it a few months ago, honeymoon in Paris, and uh, mm. went to my first, the first Michelin star restaurant I ever went to, and it was like three fifty two for a plate, I think. And that's like not even that expensive over there, so that was a lot. Aaron, yeah, I was about to say Aaron budgets his money though, so that's a lot for Aaron to just spend on one plate. Yeah, three hundred fifty two dollars. It's a lot. What was the plate though? Like, what'd you get? Oh, I mean, it was a 10-course tasting menu, so, like, everything's oh. really small, and it's, like, a sommelier pairing, so it's, like... Ten courses, like though. Ten bite-sized things that are mixed with, like, alcohol that goes perfectly with it, so it's, like, everything's really specific. Oh, yeah, they got all the wine and champagne out there. And- so it was, like, 35 a plate. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. The most interesting thing there, though, 35 was, a bite. Yeah. What did you say? It was, like, 35 a bite. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What was the most interesting thing? Probably, um, you know what, what they use uh, to make whiskey kind of get that smoky flavor? It's called peat. Yeah. yeah. So there was like this chocolate pudding basically that, that was made with peat. It was super weird, but it was pretty good. I was going to say, I don't know how great that would be though. Yeah, yeah honestly, the stuff's kind of out there. <laughs> Whenever you say like chocolate pudding or something like that, like, yeah, this better just taste like some fucking normal ass chocolate pudding. Yeah. You don't need to add too much of chocolate pudding. Like it tastes <laughs> like chocolate and it's easy to eat. That's all you really need to do for pudding. Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, what is the best food you've ever had? so far like that you've reviewed you know like the freebies what's the best one you've had I've reviewed um boy yeah um there's this place in Boston um this is just kind of the most fun one that it was like this guy I called and was like hey man you want to do this and he was all about it he's like in his 30s and he just like his concept is he just wants to have everything on the menu 
if it's going to be on there, it has to be something that's like you wouldn't find anywhere else. And so it's like if anybody comes here, if they order anything, I want them to be like, what the hell did I just eat? And so it's a really weird what, concept for a restaurant. Yeah, the guy's awesome though. Honestly, he was real cool. But he took the the thing I had there that was most memorable was like two massive cinnamon buns um, as the buns for like this massive bacon cheeseburger with maple syrup in it. Really, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was really good. But I felt like hell after. I was about to say that's like that shit that puts you out or like puts you in the bathroom for a while or both. Oh yeah. So, no, I felt like I was gonna die the rest of the day because I had like five other things there too. So is that like a big tourist spot? Because that seems like they would love that stuff. Yeah, no, right? Like Instagram perfect. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty. It's called uh, Easy Pie. I think it's pretty popular. So Easy still, Pie, you owe us money. So it's doing pretty well then. Like it's still around. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good then. Because sometimes those things just fail because they're too like out there. But. Cool. Easy pie. I don't want to put you out, but like you owe us money now. We said your name, I think, four times. You're welcome. Uh, what is the worst food you've had, Aaron? At at uh, like an Aaron hungry thing. Yes. Um. Yeah. So there's this Asian restaurant. I can't. I won't say the name. I was I about to say he knows exactly who he's talking about, but he's trying to avoid giving any clues of who it actually is. So hard. But uh, this place, dude, they brought me on so many different things. And the last thing they brought was an octopus hot dog. And so it was straight up just like just like you'd imagine a hot dog. But instead of a hot dog, it was like this thick, like six inch tentacle with like these like half an inch in diameter, uh, like suction cups. And I took one bite of it, and like you just feel the tent, like the suction cups on your, like your tongue, and I just like couldn't, I couldn't do it. I put it in my pocket, so he thought I ate it. (laughs) (laughs) I would have literally just should have told him, "Yo, this sucks. You need this off your menu. I don't know who's terrible." There's probably some random people loving it too. Yeah, no, definitely. Did he give you like some soy sauce or like mustard to put on it or anything? No, there was like a little kind of something. Like on the bun, but no, not really. Yeah, it was just probably some ink. Octopus was like, damn, you're gonna cut me off. Yeah, I don't know. Throw some bacon on it, maybe anything to make it. (laughs) What'd you say? Americanize it. Throw some bacon on it. You got it. You got it. This is the land of the free. Uh, Where's the furthest you've traveled for one of your reviews? Um, for one that was like actually a legit thing with a restaurant. I've done them all um, up this way um, in Boston. So, like, I live kind of, like, just above Boston. And one time we went pretty far um, north for this. I've actually done it twice, Cider Hill Farm. They do, like, a lot of different, um, like, they make good donuts and just, like, a lot of other stuff. And then went pretty, like, to the other side of Boston for this place called Best Burger Bar. So... Both like an hour. Nothing crazy yet, but certainly be open to it if anybody's listening. Yeah, no flights yet? That's what's next. Yeah, that's a dream. Right? Why are they not flying us out? Um, do you have any tips for people who cook? Any just like quick tips that you picked up, like maybe one of the restaurants told you something about it, like I said making oysters or something. I know that's a weird example, but anything that just makes it a little bit easier that you didn't know before. 
Cooking, I'm definitely not the best cook. I like to cook, but uh, add butter. Add butter to everything. I could have told you that. Damn. That's like yeah. the Chris Chopa 101. Yeah, you got it. And people don't like to hear that, but that's, that's the truth. That, those are the people that you just don't tell them what's in it. It's like, yeah, sure, it's oil. Wow, this tastes way better than when I do it. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, the other side of that, my, my grandparents are Canadian, and they just put sugar in everything. So if they're having fruit, they'll just sprinkle sugar on it. So that's that's the other side, sugar and butter. All right, there you go. That's all you need. What else do you really need? Make Those are America two main ingredients. Yeah, yeah, make America fat again. You'll probably die in like 10 years, but that's fine. Yeah, but it's worth it. Enjoy every meal you have for the next 10 years. 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, they can study your body for science. Wow, this guy was so happy. Why was he so fucking happy? Oh, he just ate butter and sugar every day. Uh, do you have any tips for eating stuff? Like, do you have any, like, crab leg tips? Anything like that that has made it easier that, from your experience you've picked up? Well, you mentioned scallops. My dad taught that to me was, uh, you gotta slurp them. I don't know why, but uh, you, Yeah, you 100% sense. have to slurp them in, like, the most awkward way, too. Like, holding it up. It's kind of like when you took your first shot. Like slurping your first scallop. Exactly. And then, I mean, I was trying to think of one that's not seafood, but uh, forget it. My uh, One of my friends, his name's Matt Warner, I went to school with. Uh, we, we went out to lobster a few times together, and uh, he eats the lobster eyeballs, so that's kind of. I didn't even know they had something. like eyeballs you could really get to. Aren't they just like little tiny joints? Yeah. Yeah, no, he eats those. Good, good for him. I wonder if that, yeah, it's like caviar. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is there... Uh, besides that, oh, okay, pizza, good. you got to fold it up. <laughs> pizza, you got... Yo, these are the most, like, basic tips. I wanted, I wanted some behind-the-scenes shit, bro. I don't cook, man. You eat? I eat. Tips on eating? Yeah, it's tips on eating, bro. I mean, if what do you do besides use a fork? I don't know. I, I was just that's what I'm asking you. Like you're the specialist. I figured you might have picked up like can you use chopsticks? You were in Hong Kong for a while. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to use chopsticks if you're learning. You got to try and try and learn uh, with peanuts. Like grab the peanuts, put them in different jars. I don't even know how to hold chopsticks. So I get the rubber bands on mine when I go to hibachi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they, the they probably make fun of you in their own language. Nope, they have a big bowl of them because they know all the white people that can't <laughs> actually do this are going to want chopsticks. Exactly. They want to feel like they can do yeah, it. Yeah, they want to feel like they're actually eating with chopsticks when really we have to fucking wrap it up with a rubber band and shit for them. It's all part of the experience. Exactly. Except for eating. How do you eat rice with chopsticks? I still don't understand. And it just time. it just frustrates me. So I end up just picking the bowl That's up. why it's so sticky. So they can scoop it almost like. Ooh. Yeah. They, when I was in Hong Kong, they had this like little spoon ladle that they like kind of lift it up and just like shovel it into their mouths. See, do you think that's like the the spoons that we got the little the deep ones probably okay they, they right. look like ladles yeah it yeah. looks like a little shovel almost I love this okay things. and do you have any certain spots that if we were to come to Boston like what are your must hit spots uh what kind of food what kind of food would you want um well I definitely gotta try some some seafood uh I have a really huge question that I 100% am asking you after this but uh I need to check that place out I'll bring it up in a second 
probably burgers, any barbecue. I don't really see Boston having the best barbecue. And obviously, I need to check out the best quote-unquote Philly cheesesteak. Dude, yeah. Um, so, seafood all on the North Shore, I think. Is that why this guy won't shut up about seafood? Like, like they've been there for like 100 years. It's like the same family people. It's like all the kids are cleaning the tables, all that stuff. Oh, it's one of those like, little legit restaurants. Yeah. There's like three. That's all. They're all in like Essex area. There's like Woodman's, uh, one called the Clam Box, and another called like Farnham's or something. Clam Box. Oh, pretty classic. Clam Box. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Philly? Where do you go for your Philly? Like, where do you go to get like some pork roll? Where do you go to get some scrapple? Where do you go to get your cheesesteaks? What's good? Dude, I don't even know if they have pork roll or scrapple. I haven't seen it. <sighs> this is why we don't go to Boston. Cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. This is kind of a twisted story. So right up the street, there's a, uh, a place that sells them. I, I went in and I asked if they had cheese whiz. Did they give you uh, cheddar sauce? He, huh? Did they give you cheddar sauce? No, they basically told me to get bent. And then I was like, whatever, I'll just do American. And I go back and I ask for ketchup, and he was like, "I won't let you put ketchup on my on like my sandwiches." And I was like, "What is this place?" So uh, one star. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's an American cheese. Terrible. What the? Did he put fried onions on it at least, or anything? No. We can review that place. Shout out, uh, Super Subs. Shout out. <laughs> All right, Super Subs, I'm coming for you, and it ain't gonna be yeah. pretty. I'm gonna bring my own cheese whiz. I'm gonna give him some of that cheese whiz, and he's gonna be like, "Damn, my whole life has been a mistake." Yeah, that's my goal. Oh. All right, but here's what I really wanted to ask you. I know you live in Boston. How yeah. long have you been in uh in Boston? I mean, uh, I've been to school here since 2013. Okay, so you've been out there for like five years, give or take a little a little time back in PA yeah. or back in Hong Kong. Uh, I know that Philadelphia has a cheesesteak, so I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Boston has New England clam chowder, which is comparable to our cheesesteak. So, what? Like, I figure there's con- there's got to be, like, competitions out there. Like, who has the best clam chowder? Like, you guys are New England. Somebody's got to be top dog. Yeah. So, who has the best New England clam chowder? Honestly, off the top of my head, I, don't, I know there's one specific place, but they all, it's all, they all have pretty... It's like, it's the same like the cheesesteak. You go to a different place and you're like, yeah, this one's good. I don't know. They're all the same. Okay, that's a bold-faced lie. You can ask any Philadelphian where the best cheesesteak place is, and they'll probably say D'Alessandro's. Other people say Gino's. I say Jim's. You say Jim's? I'd probably say Jim's, honestly. Well, I'm talking about the Jim's in Mayfair. Yeah, so I think the big ones, there's one called Neptune Oyster. Okay, Um, so we're getting some names. Boston Chowder Company. Oh, that one's supposed to be pretty. Big. I feel like their like their whole name is Chowder. So if theirs isn't good, if you're not top dog, you're gonna name yourself Boston Chowder. Yeah. You pretty much have to change your name. That's heavy. Yeah. That's, so, there's a bunch though. I'm down to just go and get a bunch of Chowder in different places one day. We just maybe day drink on top of it and just see what happens. Try it all. Yeah, I don't see it going well, but you gotta Never make does. gotta make the memory, bro. Exactly. All right, so you are the food god. Those are all my questions for you. But I have another thing for you. Don't worry. I thought this shit out, Aaron. I got mad food shit for you. 
No, man, I'm here. Oh, dude, you just went silent. I thought you'd be a little excited. Give me some fucking energy here. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I don't know what's next. <laughs> All right, so. I'm scared. I'm scared. So you are the food master here. And just so you know, like, I like to inflate the people that come in. I like to really, like, gas them up so my my listeners, who's, like... Yeah, who's been the best, who's been the get, best guest so far? Um, Zach Steffen. I don't know about that. He's also been a multi-guest. Yeah, he's been on multiple shows. Because he's a true champion. Yeah. Because he's a real, yeah, no, a real supporter. Honest, I don't know how I'm supposed to compete with that. Well, blog I've, harder, bro. Yeah, you gotta it's blog. Be better. Blog harder. Be better. Blog your fucking heart out. I'm trying to blow it up. Yeah, go blow it up. Anyway, your question. All right, so I got the next thing for you. We have Aaron, Food God, Young Leg, T. Perez. We're in here. I want to talk to you. Some of these you might not have. I've gone over the list. Some of these you might not have had, but I, I'm just gonna ask ask you straight up. I have the 22 aphrodisiac foods right here. Yeah. So if you don't know what an aphrodisiac is, it's pretty much something to get you uh, get your dick hard, get your get your mojo going. All right. Yeah. So what we have here are the 22 aphrodisiac foods. Aaron has to have tried some of these. So I want to know if Aaron was feeling some sort of way after he ate these, and if it's actually true. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> So number one, we got oysters. Number one. Now you say you're on North Shore. You say all this stuff about the seafood. How do oysters make you feel? Yeah, I don't know about all of that. Like it's not like something crazy, but it's probably. I don't know, man. I haven't been like actually felt a difference, but the times I've had them, it's like you're already out to dinner. You're having cocktails. It's just a, a positive evening all around, so it's you're just going to be feeling good no matter what, you know? So you're pretty much trying to take away what the oysters did for you and say that it was because you made the evening nice when really it was because exactly. you guys both ate oysters. Exactly. All right, well, you want a little history? Oysters have long yeah. been success, uh, has uh, lo- Oysters have long been suspected as a love drug. Cleopatra and Casanova had one thing in common. They loved oysters. And they love the fuck. No, I don't know about that. But uh, legend has it, Casanova ate dozens of oysters per day because of the whole love drug thing. So yeah. they've. I, this was also in Game of Thrones. Just saying. Also, there's science on the bottom that says it improves your dopamine levels for really? men and women. Yeah. Well, it also like is vital for testosterone production and healthy sperm. So like yeah. it, it helps. It scientifically it helps. But like aphrodisiac. When I think of aphrodisiac, I'm thinking yeah. yeah we're getting it on after this bitch eats these oysters. Yeah, I don't think Let's anything's going to be that crazy. <laughs> I guess it does like the most. Uh, number two, moving number on. Two. Watermelon. <laughs> so some experts have called watermelon the new Viagra. Oh. Experts. Some experts, huh? We have our expert in the studio today. Aaron, how do you feel about watermelon? I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and deny that claim. The Fruit and Vegetable Improvement Center? So I'm pretty. <laughs> all right. So it what? Like it, some hippies, man. Uh, it it's Texas like A&M University, story. though. Yeah, it's Texas A&M University. It's not totally. Uh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. And they're like the biggest on uh, what is it like farming and stuff. Well, here's what they said. Yeah. They said it deli- watermelon delivers a Viagra-like effect on blood vessels throughout the body and may increase libido. Again, it's the so, second one with the libido. It's, yeah, I mean. What is it now? What does libido do? 
it's, exactly I don't know. Like, like, it's hard. Like, yeah, it's hard to describe. Yeah, it's kind of like exactly <laughs> it's kind of like when I use the word mojo to me. It's kind of like one of those. It's like you know what I'm talking about, yeah. but like kind of get what it means, but sense. you don't have an exact name. Yeah, it it's just got a kind of like clicks. But uh, no, they said it relaxes the blood vessels that increase sex drive. So that and it's like good for the cardiovascular system. But mm-hmm. they even give you a recipe. So yeah, they give we'll you a recipe for a watermelon sorbet. We'll so you can try you. that out with your wife. Let us know like if they're lying or not. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah no, please send that. That sounds nice. And I, yeah, watermelon sorbet. Like that sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Sounds like a you summer might see thing. it on air and hungry in a week or two. There you go. Oh, there we go. Uh, next one is that's, chocolate yeah, cocoa honestly, beans. So yeah, that's. Chocolate. I, honestly, women don't even need to eat chocolate, and they're already like, "Wow, it brought me chocolates," because that just never happens these days, except for on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, already good. Either. No, I actually feel like that one has to be true. Yeah, it's been said enough. It even it's says like, <laughs> your mind just gets so happy when you're at, when you're just chowing down on chocolate that I feel like nothing can go wrong after. Uh, it has more antioxidants than green tea or red wine. Yeah, and that's it, the raw fucking grossest. And it yeah. also contains a stimulating chemical known as, oh man, I can't say this word, phenlethamine? Phenlethamine? Something like stimu- oh, yeah. Well, it simulates a sense of excitement and well being, like you just said. Yeah, exactly. Makes you feel good, so you might as well. Dang. Also, the Journal of Sexual Medicine published a study that found women who enjoyed a piece of chocolate every day had a more active sex life than those who didn't. So, eat your chocolate, ladies. I just, does, that mean, does that mean I'm just going to start hiding chocolate around the house? Yeah, yeah right. pretty much every morning. Just give your wife like Put a Hershey's kiss. Pillow, yeah, like just like a Hershey's kiss. There you go. You're good. Or after like, dinner, wow. actually. Make sure you have desserts of chocolate. You're good. Yeah. Just dark chocolate. Every yeah, day. everywhere. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, dark chocolate, red wine, green tea. Hmm. All got those antioxidants on that. You're good. Asparagus in every meal. Yeah, asparagus, number four. Uh, It's known for its suggestive shape is what it says. (laughs) So it looks like a dick, so that makes them want dicks. There you go. That's That's science. That is some real science. Uh, It's high in vitamin vitamin B, known as folate, that aids in increasing the production of histamine. And histamine is important for a healthy sex drive in men and women. So I feel like they're really stretching (laughs) for that one. (laughs) It's like, what? Somehow it leads to sex. It's like, well, it has vitamin B, and that leads to this, which leads to this. So sex. Yeah. Bang. We're there. How do you feel after you eat asparagus? Aaron? After I eat asparagus, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say no for this one. Are you sure? Limp like an asparagus. After asparagus. Hmm. Limp like an asparagus. You you weren't just like flip the table over. Damn, this asparagus got me feeling some sort of way. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not happening. But uh, I definitely don't. Yeah, the the shape isn't really there. Dude, exactly. come on. You haven't looked at an asparagus and stuff like, Almost yeah, right I see what you're doing there. It's got the head and everything, bro. Yeah, come on. Oh. Maybe if you make all this in one meal, it'll be... Yeah, you just got to mush it all together. <laughs> That's what they call superfoods. You have watermelon chocolate sorbet with some asparagus. And, and oysters. Some oysters. <laughs> and some avocado. Yeah. That's number five. Avocado, number five. So, um... This yeah, is, I believe avocado. Well, avocado, it's like taking Europe by storm. And we all know that Euro- Europe does everything a little bit dirtier than we do yeah, over here in America. They like, they like it a little freaky over there. The ancient Aztecs nickname for avocado was 
Aquactal. These words. And it means testicle. So. It's because it's funny. It's shape. another one. The shape. It's fruitly shape. It looks like a testicle. So you know what? You know, they're so sexy. The Catholic Church in Spain actually forbade it. They said miss me with that? Yeah, pretty much. They're like, this looks like a testicle. So if you're getting horny, you got to get out of here. Yeah. I don't know, though, because plus, plus they were, they, they, they've been pulling off some weird stuff since the beginning. So you never really know what they were doing. True. Avocado, I feel like, is just somehow involved in anything that's good. Like, people are like, yeah, avocado does that, too. Like, oh, like, I want nicer skin. Oh, get the avocado face mask. Like, oh, yeah, and eat avocado with every single meal. Avocado toast. Best than that. Eat that shit. Yeah, they are crazy. People that love avocado are crazy. Um, Same with people that like coconut oil. Oh, coconut oil is gross. (laughs) Avocado, I'm cool with because I'm a big guacamole guy. Uh, the next one I doubt that you've had. It's called maca, and um, it's yeah, really... yeah, the green stuff, right? Oh yeah, you have had it. It's from yeah. like Peru. Like I'm pretty sure. Really? What is that? Mayans or Aztecs Inca, in Peru? The... Inca. Oh Inca. Damn. It's like the one other one to know. Yeah, I was about to say one under three shot. Yeah, it's like the lowest. One. But uh, in Peru, it's known as natural Viagra. Uh, it's like really? a root. Yeah, apparently this root has been known throughout Peru's history as a sex-enhancing food, and it was, like, prized by the Incas. That's crazy. And according to Discover Health's medicine hunter, Chris Kellum, Kellum, the maca plant is used by the Peruvian culture to increase strength, stamina, energy, fertility, and libido. There you go. Get yeah, your libido up, Aaron. Yeah. We should all be in that. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's, like, pretty much everything just to survive. Strength, stamina, energy, fertility, libido. Like, yeah. that's pretty much just living. So, right. kind of need to sprinkle this shit into everything, it sounds like. Yeah, that should be, like, one of the big ones and everything. Yeah, so maca from Peru. So, you have had you it, though, Aaron? It's whacked. Yeah, I was about to say, you'll just have to, like, use it as, like, seasoning or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, is Viagra just actually just a mix of all these things? I don't know. That's yeah. what. Why are we even paying for Viagra when yeah. I can just go eat this root? Honestly. Yeah. I'm about to put them out of business. Uh, number seven, tis the season. Pumpkin seeds, apparently. They're like oysters. They're very high in zinc, which is essential for healthy sperm production and preventing testosterone deficiency in men. So pretty much like don't become a little soft bitch as a man. They got mad vitamins and minerals. Yeah, they're loaded with libido vitamins, not just vitamins, libido vitamins. B, E, C, D, and K. And minerals including calcium, potassium, niacin, and phosphorus. Oh shit! Phosphorus four. Yeah, all these are banging for you. Yeah, so. Too bad I like putting all (laughs) shit on them, like. Yeah, like salt in them and like putting cinnamon sugar on them. Are you a pumpkin seed guy, Aaron? Yeah, dude, those are roasted pumpkin seeds with a bunch of uh. Like oil and salt are amazing. Yeah. True. Well, get your libido up. That's all I'm gonna say. Please. Hella libido from those pumpkin seeds. Oh yeah. Look at this dirty looking oh, celery. Yeah. So celery is number eight, and the picture they used, the like celery is split, and it just looks like two legs open. Yeah, like and it's laying legs. back. Yeah, it's very awkward, a little uncomfortable about it. Nice. Um, you wouldn't normally think of celery as a libido in in. Inducing food, but uh, according to Judy Gaiman and Dr. Walter Gaiman and Dr. Mark Anderson, authors of the book Stay Young, uh, eating celery actually increases the pheromone levels in a man's sweat, 
making them more attractive to women. So what's that called shit? Yeah, that those those doctors sound like they're real fun in college. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I just don't. I want to know what they were like. What kind of what's the title of that book again? Uh, Stay young. Ten proven steps to ultimate health. Yeah, they sound like a blast. I just want to know, like, what the fuck you were doing where you were just like, you know what, guys? Let's fucking inspect this celery. Here, spray it on me. True. Do you think I'm sexy? Yeah, wow. You actually did get a little bit sexier. Oh, write it down. Things definitely got weird in the test lab. All those have to be organic, though. Like, all these vegetables have to be organic or none of this is true. So. Yeah, Do the pesticides kill them? Yeah, that's what it just said in the last thing. It said, like, you're going to have so many pesticides if it's not organic that it's not even worth eating. Do you guys eat organic? Mm. I really if it's a, <laughs> if it's affordable. Yeah, depends how much it costs. I'm about to Where just hit grocery shop. Giant. <laughs> Giant. I'm about to go to Whole Foods. That's where I go. Cause we got a new joint. All right, there's some in here that I'm just like they got to just be adding it to the list. They got garlic on here. Fish. They got chilies on here. I feel like if if you have those vitamins that they talked about before that yeah. like. Uh, help with libido or like increasing blood flow whatnot like you're on there they got cinnamon on here they got basil on here pine nuts have you had pine nuts nuts. yeah they're in like every armenian recipe okay there you go i know you love your armenian food did you uh did you feel it stimulating your libido Zinc. Yeah, they're very high in zinc. Everything's always zinc, man. Uh, they're high in zinc, which has been shown to contribute to sexual... Com- com- what is that? Com- oh, competency. Com- competency? Sexual competency? Never heard that before. What is that? So you know uh, how to actually do it? What, I mean, like, what? what does that mean? Yeah, I never heard that. <laughs> uh, It says toss them into a salad also in the sentence. So. Toss them salads, pine nuts. Right. Uh, this yeah, one's another. Yeah, this is another weird one. It kind of looks like, um, yeah, it's called cardamom, and it's like a potent spice for treating impotence. So, apparently, if you can't get your dick hard, go get some cardamom. You're good. Get some cardamom. C a r d a m o m. Cardamom. Cardamom. I don't know. Cardamom. Like, I can fuck? say it a bunch. It of looks like weird peas in a pod. It looks like the stuff that you throw into beer. Uh, what am I thinking of? The hops that you throw into beer is what it exactly looks like. Uh, or like, yeah, shrunken like corn on the cobs. But with all the different things you can do, I feel like nobody has excuses. Exactly. Well, yeah, except for like we get all the bullshit like processed food. Yeah, it's not that's, real shit. <laughs> yeah. You have to grow all this stuff. Yeah, that's, that's too fair. expensive. That's a lot of work. You'd have to not work. This is another easy one. Almonds. There's like they make almond milk and shit now. Like we know almonds are healthy. Yeah, I love almonds. It's gotta help. Ginger. ginger. Oh, that's real healthy right yeah, now. Yeah, ginger. Yeah. It's just blowing up. Ginger ale is the only ginger I really eat though. Asian food has a lot of ginger. I don't like those ones. Ginger spices. Ginger? Yeah. I like I every time I get sushi and they give you a little dollop of uh, wasabi and some ginger, I always take a bite because I know it's super healthy. Yeah. I can't do it. It kind of, it like makes my stomach turn. Yeah, it's definitely not, it's not fun, but you kind of have to. Hey. Yeah, sweet potatoes are on here. I love sweet potatoes. Uh, they're rich in potassium, which uh, combats high blood pressure. And that's, that's a condition that is associated with a higher risk of erectile dysfunction. So this one is also reaching pretty fucking far. Yeah. It's uh, like it, six <laughs> steps where it's like somehow yeah. it'll help. Somehow it, it helps with your penis and you're good. 
This is pretty much all mostly guys stuff. Yeah, it's either like boosting fertility for yeah. females or it's just like, yeah, make sure your dick can suck it out. Eat this shit. Where's some vitamins? <laughs> How do you feel after you have sweet or sweet potatoes? Yeah, I don't really notice too much difference in anything. Come on, man. You're not paying attention enough to your body. Yeah, I think you're just enjoying the food too much. Yeah, it's you gotta stop just about. focusing on the food and worry about your penis. Any, anybody that knows me knows that once I start eating, I'm not focusing or thinking on anything else. That means your libido isn't strong enough, man. You need to eat some of these fucking foods. Get somebody to sponsor me, man. Yeah. Please help my friend. He needs to get his libido up. I'll start a GoFundMe. We should. Let's see how much we can get. Uh, the next one's coconut water, which is corny. Uh, F you coconut. F anything that has to That's do with shady. coconuts. I don't trust that. Yeah, coconut oil, all that. Fuck that. Arugula. Arugula. Number 20. It's another libido booster. Fuck yeah. The fur- They even say the pepper, bitter, leafy, green vegetable arugula. Like, it's being called the fertility god, though, so... Among ancient Romans, and they were fucking... Hey, hey yeah, they, they were fucking... Ancient Romans know how to get it oh, done. they did. They were eating Honestly, hella arugula. Sense, so that arugula stuff, when you bite into it, you're like, this is the healthiest thing in the world. Yeah, it's like, yeah. this tastes like shit. This it definitely is really healthy. good. <laughs> it must be good for me. <laughs> Right. Uh, the next one's vanilla, vanilla? which is I, I feel like they're just gonna be like oh, vanilla it just makes you feel sexy yeah, it smells good it smells good. sexy it does yeah it's girls, gonna be one of those girls that smell like vanilla when they do that's fine that's uh, it was prescribed by doctors as a way to increase male potency apparently in the 18th century so we're supposed to smell like vanilla so we wanna smell like vanilla and then yeah I'm gonna try that tonight enjoy this male potency baby what's up True. You can make your own vanilla too and get the ingredient involved in both your beauty and your culinary routine. Oh, dang. dang. There you go. Wow. Smell like vanilla, taste like vanilla. Vanilla, we're sexy. There's no science that backs it up, but hey, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it just anything. says it smells good, yeah. pretty much. The There's smell and taste. nothing about it actually doing anything. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. 22 is pomegranates. Pomegranates banging. Are you a pomegranate guy? Pomegranates are awesome. Yeah. Right, cool. So some the, people are like, what the fuck is that? It's like, yeah. like the seeds. Yeah, also known as a Chinese apple, apparently. Yeah, Chinese apple. Uh, if you want to seriously boost your libido, stock your pantry, pantry with these healthy, natural libido-boosting foods. A.K.A. stock up on pomegranates. Nothing else matters. You might even lose weight, too, apparently. Yeah. It helps your testosterone levels, reduces stress. I definitely need that. Yo, pomegranates increase memory, reduce stress, and it improves your mood. And it, it apparently stimulates your sexual appetite. Hey. Here's what you do, Aaron. Go out to a store and get these chocolate-covered pomegranate seeds. They're fucking banging, and that's Whoa. just two birds right there. Honestly, you just got to give it... Just lay a handful out on the bed, and you're good to go. Pretty much just plus walking naked after that. There, so yeah, plus then, like, every, either, like, you guys get all chocolatey or you get, like, some snacks. You're good. Everybody wins. Sounds sweet. Yeah, it just sounds like a win-win type of situation. Sounds good to me. All right, so I did skip a bunch in the middle. I just kind of said them rather than going over them, but they were kind of bullshit ones. They were reaching a lot. They weren't even cool ones. Yeah, if there's no science behind it, I don't even want to hear it. At this point, I'm just looking for ones that I eat that I'm like, all right, nice. All right, so Aaron, from from your expert opinion, what should we start adding to our diet from the list that I gave you? What do you What are you thinking? Top three. Give us a top three. Everything that I hear, I mean arugula. Arugula. Can't go wrong. All right, well fuck that one. That one's gonna taste like shit. I'm really upset already. Or avocado and pomegranate. Oh, there we go. Avocado. 
What about some pine nuts, bro? I need I need pine nuts over avocado. I don't avocado. think I eat already, so that's cool. But like, I still don't think it does. Yo, avocado had no science. They just yeah. said it looked like a yeah, testicle. I would add watermelon before. And some vitamins. Avocado. Uh, actually, dark chocolate seems interesting. I feel like that's it was like not even dark. It was like the raw like. Nah, it said chocolate on there. It said cocoa and or. I know, chocolate. but it said the best one was like the raw one. Like that's the one with all the shit, and that tastes like literally chalk. Like it's horrible. Well, that's yeah, I feel like that shit. one. It's like it's sense. like the equivalent of eating a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. yeah, except for worse. You like really don't want it, but you think it might do something good, so you exactly force pumpkin it down. seeds. I would eat some more pumpkin seeds. Yeah, pumpkin seeds are nice. I like pumpkin seeds. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a question about uh, food up there. Have you found a Mexican food place? Because I feel like that'd be one hard thing to find in Boston. That's like... No, um, it makes sense. There's actually a pretty good my, uh, Mexican population, but there's this place uh, I walk to right around the corner from my house. It's called uh, La Victoria. And you can get like... I always get um, this thing called a chori queso. Yeah. And it's just this, like, insane, like, burrito. You can get a burrito or a sandwich, but it's just, like, nice. they put a bunch of cheese on the uh, the burnt, like, this, the, whatever, the stovetop thing, and they just melt it, and then they just uh, put they in, the uh, like, shells. A, a, an insane amount of chorizo, and then they put more cheese on, and just, like... Let it all melt and fry, and then they put it in a sandwich with like jalapenos. And that sounds stuff. like a heart attack it's waiting like, to happen, to be wow. honest. Yeah. Sounds like, like you're just about to die, yeah, and you're just gonna be, you're gonna die on the toilet like Elvis <laughs> did. No, straight up though, after you eat it, your heart, you feel your heart like get tight, and you're like, oh my god, I need yeah. to stop. You're just like, wait, am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. worth it. It was so worth it. It's always worth it. That's cool though. <laughs> And I feel like I'm going to get you guys to come up after this. Uh, I have another awkward question. Do you find that there's stereotypes in food? You know what I mean? Yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Because the stuff I really like, like I mentioned the Michelin star restaurants where the plating is really nice. And like there's a lot of like foie gras, um, like caviar, all that kind of stuff. And um, wait, what was the question again? I just lost my train of thought. If there's stereotypes in food. What do you mean? I mean, like, when you go to, like, a place like Texas, you're expecting, like, big-ass barbecue food, like, shit like that. Or, like, if I go down to Atlanta, like, I'm expecting some banging-ass soul food. Or if I go to, like, Arizona or California, like, I'm expecting some banging Mexican food, like, shit like that. Like, do you find there's stereotypes? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you go to New England, all the tourist spots. They try and feed you. They try and feed you lobster, scallops, clam chowder. You go to Philly. Everything in the airport. They got a cheese steak. You know, Chicago, deep dish pizza everywhere. I just didn't know what Boston's like actual stereotype was. Like, I didn't know if it was no. just strictly seafood. Because the only thing yeah. that comes to my mind is clam chowder. Lobster rolls. <laughs> lobster rolls. Um, Ooh. Boston, uh, what's that thing called? Boston cream pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Boston cream pie. I work right around the, <clears throat> the corner from the place that, like, originated them. I haven't been yet, but they look, they look nuts. Does it smell fantastic when you're, like, walking around? Yeah, definitely. 
Do you just like feel the bakery in the air? That was my favorite part about going to grab grandma's groceries for her, going past the bakery. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's too there's too much good food. Drives you nuts. Italy, it's like they're gonna dish you pizza and pasta. Yeah. And I feel like the best way to tell what the stereotype of an area is is at the airport because they push it. Yeah, true. When you yeah, but it's it. always that like bullshit stuff, like that, like money maker stuff that like they make the specialty of like the area, but it's like the McDonald's yeah. of the specialty. Yeah. yeah, they're feeding into their own stereotype because they want you to pay like twenty bucks for a cheesesteak or something. And you'll do it, goddammit. it! Go get some Tony Luke's. Go get some Geno's at the fucking airport and eat. Right. The last the last time I had a cheesesteak was when we I was meeting up with you in Columbus for a Dax game. Really? And I, I had been in Philly forever, and I got, I think it was Tony Luke's, and I paid like 15 bucks for some terrible cheesesteak. Yeah, they're fucking horrible there. They're literally disgusting. The roll was trash. It's an airport. I don't, I don't even see, like, like if you're in a restaurant in the airport, like, when do they even deliver the food to you and shit? Like, I've been working in restaurants, and, like, we have a delivery day when we get all of our fresh ingredients and whatnot. Like, I don't see shit like that at the airport. Honestly, it would be suspect yeah. if they do go to the airport like that. I wouldn't even trust them. Right. Never forget. Mm. No. All right, Aaron, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you for right, coming man. on. If you want to do a quick plug for yourself, feel free right now. Yeah, man, go ahead. Go on and uh, follow Aaron Hungry. At Aaron Hungry. Do you have any, like, weird spaces? Aaron underscore Hungry. Aaron underscore Hungry. Yeah, see, that's, I'm glad I caught him on that. What's your website? Uh, website's not up at the moment, actually. Oh, wow. This dude sucks. <laughs> All right, we're done. Buddy. Yeah, never mind. I'm yeah. canceling this. The Instagram is alive and well. Hey. Keep it rolling. Go check out at Aaron Hungry, Aaron underscore Hungry. Check out yes, all the sir. food he's been eating. Maybe you'll even get to see an appearance of Aaron. I see his hands a lot and all of his stories and whatnot. And honestly, your, uh, your nails are looking pretty good. Do you keep your hands nice and clean? You're looking pretty good, yeah. Thanks, man. I, I do try lotion. Yeah, there you go. Lotion. Yeah, Bang. But yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, good talking to you guys. Come up sometime. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Alright, man. Take care. Later. This is Vincent Bourbon Hood Rats. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at the YL Productions and check us out on Twitter at Hood Rat Tings. Make sure you check out all my people. Shout out Zach Steffen and his playoff run at ZachSteff23 on all social medias. Make sure you check out our financial healer, Clarity Finances, Strategic Tithing on Instagram. Check out her website, Clarity Finances. And make sure you check out Weso doing his thing over at Boom at Weso Told Me on all social medias. And check out their homie Alex DeMarco and Hustle Cake Productions out in L.A. Check out their website, hustlecake.com. Follow them on social medias at Hustle Cake. And as always, stay wavy. First off, baby, I'm too wavy for this bullshit that you bring me. And I done denied you way before this, but God, I was back and now you're gorgeous. Oh, no.